This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 100. This episode of Life-Changing Wellness is brought to you by Wakanaga, the makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, quality supplements that are backed by science for heart health, immune support, and more. And I have personally taken their fine products for more than 25 years, and you should too. Check them out at kyolic.com or find them at your favorite natural health store. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today, rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on radiomd.com slash drbond. Well, my guest this week is Dr. Neil Palvin. His goal with all of his patients is to optimize their health in the first 60-minute visit. He is board certified in family medicine, anti-aging, and regenerative medicine, osteopathic manipulation, as well as other therapies. Dr. Palvin has helped top executives, Olympic athletes, top trainers, and celebrities optimize their health. While his practice is based in Manhattan, he also serves patients across the country. And it makes it his mission, and he makes it his mission, to help his patients thrive and truly optimize their health. And Dr. Palvin has been featured in the New York Post, Nutritious Life, Fasting MD, and many more. And we are going to discuss the difference between good and bad energy, what to look for in a label when we are looking for things to boost our energy, to improve our focus, and of course, something very important, support our immunity. Welcome to the show, Dr. Paulvin. Thanks for having me. Well, a lot of people are looking for ways, and I get this question all the time, to boost their energy, whether it's drinking a cup of coffee in the morning or something to uh, pick them up in the afternoon or even fuel their workout because I'm always looking for something to improve uh, the workout or take something for pre-workout. But you say that not all energy is the same. So what is good energy and bad energy? Um, I mean, those terms have different meanings to everybody. But yeah, I mean, good energy um, are usually given by products that are natural um, that don't have sugar or all the other hidden names of sugar. Um, that's all going to do is it's going to give you a quick little peak, and then everybody crashes, and then you need another one, and you end up just feeling worse and gaining weight. So you want to find products um, and good energy that are going to maintain your insulin levels or that are going to uh, boost your mitochondria or just energetically jet- or work on the brain to make the brain more focused. Um, you want products that are going to that have, don't have any natural that have no artificial flavoring, that don't have our, a lot of sugar in them, that have limited amount of ingredients in them. We always help. One of the products with the least amount of ingredients on the label is usually the best. Um, that's, you want a product that's going to give you that boost of energy, but it's going to give you a prolonged boost of energy, not like you're riding a roller coaster where you're going up and down, where it's going to make you feel worse. You're going to crash, and then eventually it can also just affect your hormones long term. You know, I know that a lot of people, um, they snack. Um, some people may pick good things. Some people may pick bad things. But uh, why does it matter if we if we are snacking or someone's choosing a snack or maybe taking a beverage break? Um, does it, you know, is it important that they're natural and are there certain ones that are natural in which maybe they are bad for us? Oh, the products that are bad for you? Uh, yeah. Well, and I mean, when natural- I mean natural... Yeah, some natural things may actually spike our blood sugar. When we look at the label and says, oh, it's natural, we think it's okay, but maybe it's not. Yeah, no, it, it, a lot of products that will do that. They'll have to say that 
There's no sugar in there, but they have other things in there, things like agave or brown sugar, cane sugar. They've used it as other names. Those things are not good energy. Things that have excess caffeine, um, 500 milligrams of caffeine, that's not good. All you're doing is you're exciting, you're, you're exciting your system, and then, again, you just crash and need more and you just get addicted to it. Um, that's bad energy. Those are bad products. Um, you want products, and there are numerous good products that use things like green tea or mix it with low caffeine or, um, they, again, products like green tea or theanine or MCT oil or products like that. They're going to give you that good energy, that good brain boost, um, as opposed to things that you have multiple things of sugars or other pro- uh, byproducts that aren't going to be good for you. You know, I get a lot of questions from a lot of people that ask me, you know, how do you know if a, a snack or a drink is clean? Because labels out there are deceiving uh, to the general public. So what do we need to be looking for? And what are the red flags? Um, I kind of hit on a couple already. I mean, again, the thing would be you don't want caffeine more than maybe 150 to 200 milligrams. You You want to read the label. You don't want to... Again, there's so many other names for sugar. Um, you want to look for things, again, agave, barley malt, brown sugar, battered syrup, cane juice. All those are those nasty terms that companies use to promote it. Um, you also want to look for other um, byproducts in there to see if, if they have gluten products. I mean, if they have products um, that where there's a lot of nuts or nut oil or um, grapeseed oil, all those type of products are actually inflammatory and can cause inflammation and actually may give you a burst initially, but actually may cause more damage than benefit down the road. Wow. Okay. Cause I know that, uh, in this day and age, I'm noticing multiple natural health companies, uh, just to make their label, their, their labeling, making sure that the, you know, the protein levels, the carb levels, the fat la- uh, levels look great, but then I'm looking down the ingredient list and I'm seeing cane sugar as the second ingredient. And I don't know where and why everybody has jumped on the cane sugar bandwagon. I know fructose is bad, but aren't there other natural alternatives to sweeten a product besides using cane sugar? Yes. I mean, there are. I mean, there are certain ones that are now used. I mean, monk fruits become a big one. Bitter melons become a big one. Those are natural ones where they're not going to boost the sugar. Uh, Using the stevia plant, the stevia leaf has also become pretty common, giving that little sweetness without messing with your uh, sugar levels, um, those are all things that are much more advantageous to the human body than cane sugar. Now, besides energy, and I think a lot of people put the uh, word energy and mental focus into the same category, but technically they're not. Um, can we eat and drink things that will also improve our mental focus? Because I know that you mentioned MC- MCT oil and that is something that can actually do both, correct? Energy as well as uh, improve us mentally? Yes. I mean, there's products. So, yeah. I mean, so there are definitely a lot of products that can do both. Uh, MCT oil. I mean, caffeine does heal both. Creatine products can do both, actually. Um, they've been, creatine has been shown to be a nootropic or smart drug as well as help with energy levels, especially patients who like pre-workouts. I mean, there's products like eBoost that have certain products that have a combination of factors that both will boost your workout, give you energy, and give you some mental focus. Um, they have um, so all those different. There, there are things that overlap in both. Um, there's other again. Caffeine is not one of them. MCT, theanine, green tea. I mentioned before has been shown and a byproduct of that. EGC, ECGC has also been shown to help um, 
with inflammation in your workout and also your mental acuity as well. So there's definitely can be an overlap. Um, the way I kind of always explain it to patients is it's kind of tortoise in the hair. Um, there are some products that are really more brain-focused um, that are going to give you that brain spike a little bit of energy and like will keep you focused and working for seven hours. And those products will do the, other, the, the opposite where they'll be more great for your energy levels but not as much focus. So it depends what your goals are. It's all about what your patients that I see. It's all about. Like, I always ask them, "What are your goals?" And if they want to do everything, they want to. Then you kind of have to find that they checks more boxes. Or if they just say, "Look, I'm a Wall Street guy. I need to do this. I need to be focused for six hours. I need to be on my game, and that's what I need." So you can kind of mix and match based upon that. But there's a lot of things that do the overlap as well. Well, you know, well that's kind of a, a great example because you know, if you're thinking about a high pressure for a Wall Street kind of guy, you know. For you being a physician, what do you what would you normally suggest for someone that wants high healthy energy as well as that uh, intense focus that they need to uh, maintain for you know at least six hours? So, what would you actually suggest for someone to do? What kind of program would you uh, suggest for someone? Just supplement based wise, or or lifestyle as well, or I well, you know, I mean, I'm I'm big into the the lifestyle size side, but at the same time, um, you know, I completely understand the whole supplement uh, side as well because I know there's a lot of things out there that really help to improve us mentally as well as uh, to keep us energetic, and uh, you know, there's we live in such a fast paced lifestyle, and uh, I think a lot of us think that we should be equal to the energy levels that a Wall Street guy is going to need. And uh, and I, I get so many people asking me, you know, what can I do to keep my energy level up all day long? And to me, it goes to, to lifestyle because we have to focus on a lot of the foods that we eat because if we eat the wrong thing, it's just going to bring us down. Yeah, it's usually a combination of, it's obviously, the way I ex- kind of break it down, to, it's usually at least three different buckets. you got to lifestyle. It's, it's definitely starting... Um, with breath work and meditation, uh, least optimally 20 minutes in the morning when you, before you get started, that's been already shown to increase energy levels and the, the hormones that you need in the brain, what are called neurotransmitters. People may have heard things like serotonin, dopamine, and something called BDNF. Um, those are all things that you need. Exercise in the morning also does that. That's a great way to start your, um, your day off to get both of those things, especially some focus. Then we kind of delve into, again, lifestyle. Don't eat anti-inflammatory foods like sugar, or sometimes in some patients it's dairy, or some patients it's gluten. And then you get into the supplement component. Um, there's different, again, there's different buckets there. Um, but we always try to get patients on some type of stress management supplements, uh, something like ashwagandha, rhodiola, luthru, um, ginseng, are all good products in that regard. Um, then we work more on... Um, on sometimes inc- decreasing inflammation with something like curcumin, um, as long as it has some black pepper or piperine with it, which is great for the brain and mood as well as um, can help with energy a little bit as well because it calms down inflammation. Um, and then we go into the more of the brain-specific ones, and that runs the gamut. Um, and we find that DHA, which is a fish oil, works really well for focus. Um, a, a long word called phosphatidylserine is great for helping patients focus, especially if they have a lot of stress in their lives. Um, lion's mane or bacopa or vimposatine are mushroom-based products or supplements that work really well with minimal side effects. And then you go into some more of the big guns. Um, there's products called C-Max or C-Lank, which are incredibly great for really patients who really need that hyper-focus. Um, those are nose sprays. Um, and we even find oxytocin, which is the love drug. People may know it in that regard. Oh, yeah. Uh, oxytocin is awesome as a nice add-on with theanine, which... 
um, is in green tea, which I mentioned before, is really good as a nice add-on for focus, and they feel happier because it's a love drug. And who doesn't want to who doesn't want to feel that way? <laughs> yeah. Well, you also mentioned two that were were nasal. Are you talking about things like vasopressin? Um, it's not vasopressin. Um, I mean, oxytocin is, but otherwise, they're all nose sprays. So oxytocin is yeah. an offshoot of vasopressin. So yes. Oxytocin can also be taken in a sucking candy as well. Oh, okay. Because, you know, I come from this from the school of, you know, I, I was the type that, you know, read the whole, uh, the original work of uh, life extension and all of the neurotropic drugs, the smart drugs. You know, I'm a big Vinpocetine user. I heavily believe in lion's mane. Um, not a big, not a big person on ginkgo, but, um, but there's so many things out there. And you've mentioned some amazing herbs, rhodiola and ashwagandha. Those, those things are go-tos, uh, especially for me. And I know for a lot of other people, um, and you mentioned these because, you know, a lot of people, when we're in this type of circle, we know what the word nootropic is, but a lot of people out there hear the word and they're like, what is nootropic? So how would you define a nootropic for someone who's never heard the term? Yeah, nootropic has become one of those words that kind of, I mean, I, I always tell people now it's become almost like organic or it's become almost like a marketing term. Yeah. Um, but nootropic kind of it now equates to what people may have heard of as more of a smart drug. Um, in terms of it, in numerous different fashions, it helps your body helps that the body more helps the brain either work faster, increase your focus, be sharper, um, have the brain almost have more energy. And uh, we're talking about energy where it's just like you can get three or four things done in the time it may take you to do one or two things normally. And what's great about nootropics overall is that you can either dip your toe in and do something small, or there are people who are doing four or five and do what's called a stack, which is a combination of, of supplements or medications that augment each other well, and they work well better as a team than they do individually, and they find themselves more productive. So they're, they're really becoming, they used to be kind of uh, something that people just talked about behind the scenes, and now they've really become much more mainstream. Yeah, I believe that, and I'm, I'm one of those uh, people that do the stack. So, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because uh, – I mean, to me, the study of mental focus is a whole science in itself, but there are so many great natural nutrients out there that can really up our productivity, uh, sharpen up our mental focus, improve our memory recall and the way that we retain uh, information, which I absolutely love. Now, I know that right now, everybody's big, big focus is on the immune system, so with with you and your and and how you're dealing with your patients during this time, you know how much does what we eat and drink play a role in supporting our immune system? It plays a big part. Um, more more the eating than the drinking. Uh, I mean, the drinking does a little bit. Um, definitely, what we eat plays a huge part because, as I kind of mentioned really briefly, if there's, we know there's something called a gut brain connection um, and also a gut immune connection. So we know that seventy percent of your immune system is in your gut. So if your gut's a disaster, um, your immune system's a disaster. There's usually a pretty, much a pretty good correlation there. So if you're eating, getting with now they're calling the, the, the quarantine 15, um, where you're just eating candy and cake and you're stress eating every 10 minutes, just, it's going to deplete your immune system, but it's not what you want now. You want to try to avoid the gluten. You want to avoid the sugar as much as you can. Uh, you want to eat immune-boosting foods, especially like certain, you want to eat certain fruits and vegetables. You want to be eating 
um, things like vitamin C, getting things from things like oranges or other fruits that have are high in vitamin C. You want to be eating some high-fat foods like avocado, which help with the immune system. You want to get foods that are high in vitamin D, like certain vegetables and nuts, um, because that's going to help. Boost. There's a huge relationship with that in terms of boosting your immune system, foods that are higher, high in vitamin K2, all those things, and magnesium. Um, you also want to be drinking products that have that same type of thing, which have those type of that will boost those nutrients that your body needs. I mean, um, be, to help boost the immune system and get your 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 immune system needs to be. What you drink again, you don't want to be drinking Gatorade every day or having two glasses of, of Pepsi or Coca Cola. You want to be drinking things uh, either bone broth, which helps heal your gut um, and boost your immune system. Uh, you also you can just drink water. Um, you do want to get something. Hopefully, you're drinking some type of protein smoothie that helps boost your immune system, and you also want to take things that will help boost your microbiome, which are the gut, the bacteria in your gut, which we know now is a big relationship. Now a study just came out where there's a big boost. Depending on how healthy your gut is, depends on your immune system. You can drink things like bone broth or kombucha um, that will help boost your immune system as well. So there's definitely a relationship. You want to get the healthy foods that are going to help keep your gut healthy and also get those nutrients that you need to boost your immune system. Um, I didn't I think I mentioned zinc, which is a huge one that's out oh, there now. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, big one. Yeah, zinc and vitamin A, since they're kind of sister nutrients and they they work together. Now, are you a big um, proponent for people taking probiotics? Um, I am as an add-on. Um, I think the right ones are healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people use it as a Band-Aid where, oh, okay, I'm taking my probiotic. I don't need to do anything else. It's not, it's not a replacement. It's an add-on. Right. Um, I also kind of what we've always the kind of the same the whole thing is there are ones that have sugar or fillers in there they're not good and I also I tend to prescribe patients a higher dose than most people do because I find that works better especially in the situation that we're in now to boost your immune system so I believe it's a nice add-on um, unless you have an active gut infection where sometimes I don't prescribe it but otherwise it's definitely a great uh, product to help with the immune system and gut health. Okay, you mentioned gut infection, and you didn't uh, recommend probiotics for that. Explain why. I mean, I find there's certain studies and a certain debate in patients who have an active um, infection in terms of what's called uh, SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, um, or even sometimes issues with a really acute IBS, which is irritable bowel, that sometimes the probiotic may inhibit healing there. Um, so I tend not to do that. Even if somebody has, it's kind of always a debate. If somebody has even a food poisoning, should they be on probiotics at that point, or do you want to wait, get rid of the infection, and wait? And I tend to have patients wait a couple of days, um, settle everything else down, and then put them on the probiotics to kind of replenish the to replenish the well a little bit. Now, do you do you look at? Uh, you know, I know a lot of people they use the term probiotics, and they they think they're all the same. And I know for a fact that that they're not the same. Everybody who creates a probiotic, the the bacteria makeup is completely different from one brand to another. And the actions of those uh, bacteria will be completely different. It, it's like if you're taking an acidophilus or lactobacillus acidophilus and you're taking uh, bifidobacterium bifidus, those two are great if you're trying to stop diarrhea. But if that's not the problem, there's other forms of probiotic bacteria that work. And I'm wondering, for mo- and of course I believe this for most people, that they need to be focusing on the actual foods that they eat, that if they do eat things, like you said, kombucha, or if they're going to eat kimchi or sauerkraut, natural foods that can actually improve gut bacteria naturally, 
that would be a better route to go than just focusing on probiotics themselves to try to either maintain function or trying to overcome an ailment. I agree. Like I said, I think it's definitely good. It's a good add-on, but if you're not eating the right way or have stress or eating at three o'clock in the morning, then the, 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 the probiotic usage, no matter what's in them is not going to help it out that much. It's not going to be as effective. It's, it comes, so it comes down to the base of lifestyle, sleep, exercise, before you do anything, add on like supplements. Well, you know, with this whole um, COVID-19 thing, the, the coronavirus, have, have your patients um, kind of, are they coming to you more just trying to figure out what are the things that they could literally take to maybe protect themselves against the virus? Or do you uh, focus more on, you know, just watch the foods that you eat? And as you said, you brought up two very important ones, vitamin C and vitamin D, which were the two that were mentioned at the very beginning of this whole outbreak, which I found amazing. But at the same time, I found both of those nutrients are extremely helpful for this. Um, it's usually, again, it's right now it's a combination of both. I mean, initially, I know there was a run on every healthy supplement known to immune system. <laughs> Boosting yeah. something known to mankind where they were all sold out. Um, now it's gone more into the supplements are finally help with the COVID-19. Um, but it's, it's, it's a combination with that and lifestyle. Um, but I, I really, the ones that we really hit, I mean, there's so many studies coming out of the importance of vitamin D, both in terms of boosting the immune system, potentially helping with the, treating the virus. That I, I, I still pump, probably going to pump the vitamin D, pump the vitamin C and zinc. That's probably the core three. And then beyond that, I, I, I mix and match with patients and lifestyle. But those three, to me, are kind of really the core of where I'm looking at right now um, with my patients that are concerned about COVID, no matter what, where else, what other health issues they have at this point. Now, when it comes to our immune system, what are some of the physical things that we can do to end up building up our immunity? Uh, there's a bunch. I mean, again, depending where you are, I mean, I'm in Manhattan, so it's a little tougher to find outdoor space than it is if you have a nice big backyard. But um, definitely things that you can do is that we talked about anything from sleep, um, making sure you're getting eight, nine hours of sleep a day, to getting that 20-minute high-intensity exercise in. You don't want to exercise too hard or too long. I know people are doing like three internet workouts a day, and that's actually going to depress your immune system because of cortisol and some of the other hormones we talked about before. Um, Cold immersion or taking a 30-second cold shower at the end of your shower has been shown to boost the immune system. Um, making sure that um, <clears throat> a couple other things you can do, we talk about meditation, has been shown to help boost the immune system. Uh, those are things you could definitely do to be active um, and definitely get yourself a, be a part of your immune-boosting protocol. Now, I know that with, um, you know, we're hearing a lot of people with, you know, with the, the COVID-19 and it's um, wrecking havoc on the respiratory system. Uh, for all of us that are still healthy and we're not testing positive, how important is breath work at this time? Breath work is 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 very, it's, imp it's important for a variety of reasons. It's important because... Um, again, it's been shown to boost the immune system. It calms your cortisol down. It boosts. It it comes. It comes uh, inflammation down. So it helps you get your body down to a nice baseline. And those other parts of that is simple anatomy. Is that we know this is one of the major areas that attacks the lungs. And if you're not if you're not taking normal breaths or be able to deep breath, and those and the lung is not moving the way it should be, unfortunately, you're more susceptible to the infection. Um, 
So that's something that you definitely should be doing. Uh, again, I recommend usually try to get my patients to 20 minutes a day or at least 20 minutes five days a week to really get the rest of the lungs and the diaphragm moving. Um, and again, the diaphragm helps you. Is part of, the lungs are part of your immune system um, as well as the diaphragm. And if that's not moving and that's not working the way it should be and your hormones and your inflammatory markers are through the roof, you're unfortunately more susceptible and may have a worse course than if you're not doing that. And it's very simple. It doesn't cost anything. There's no injections. don't have to run to the, the vitamin shop or anything else. So it's, it's very easy to do and has so many benefits. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to look into increasing your, your breathing and doing things. There's so many exercises out there you could do for your breathing. It will, it literal it can turn your life around. You know, I, I find it doctor that so many people today don't realize that they become extremely shallow breathers and it's actually part of it should be part of an, an exercise routine every day because it can literally change uh, the way we feel. I mean, I cycle every day, so I like to cycle 11, 12 miles a day, and I'm not on a stationary bike. I literally strap on the helmet, you know, go outside and cycle. And the biggest improvement that I have found is that my breathing, because I'm having to breathe deeper, and um, overall, I feel better than ever and uh, I was shocked that when now when I take a deep breath, how much easier it is that I'm getting more oxygen into the body. But at the same time, it actually I get this big energy boost by able to to get more air into my lungs. So I, I credit my cycling routine for doing that. And the great thing to hear from you is that it can actually boost our immune system. No, it's, it's because luckily I mean, with my patients, a lot of patients are aware of it now, and there's some between. There's breathing studios, there's apps, you can do it online, um, and Wim Hof has become very popular and very in vogue now as well. So it's become more, again, from going at kind of something in the periphery to pretty much mainstream now. Um, to, I mean, I love nasal breathing. I do six nasal breaths every day when I'm having a stressful situation. It takes a minute or two, and I'm ready to go. That or box breathing are very easy things that you can try and get yourself going. Well, where can all of my listeners uh, learn more about you and the things that you have to offer? Yeah, I mean, the best two ways to find me is the website, which is doctor spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R, my last name, Paulvin, P-A-U-L-V-I-N.com, or find me on Instagram, um, where that links to everything else between where my post, my blog post, where I post on all the stuff that we talked about today, and they can reach out to me with any other questions they may have. And uh, do you do uh, virtual consultations? Yeah, I do. I've been doing virtual consultations as well um, as to complement the in-office practice. And a lot of the things I do can be done virtually. I was doing it before it became cool, but now, yeah, now it's like, and people are like, well, I don't know if I want to do that. Now it's like, oh, can I just do a video visit? And they just hop on and you can share their labs and they find it so much easier. They can just not leave their office or their home and get the convenience of optimizing their health. It's great. Yeah, I think uh, this whole situation across the country has really uh, given birth to some new ways that I think will be favorable for both sides. And uh, Dr. Paulvin, uh, you are a absolute wealth of information. Uh, everything you've mentioned, I think I'm taking right now. I know you, you had mentioned phosphatidylserine, probably one of my f most favorite nutrients of all time for multiple reasons. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please check out Dr. Neil Paulvin. If you are looking for someone who is 
very knowledgeable to help you increase your natural energy, gain that mental focus, that mental edge that you're looking for, and even boost your immune system, Dr. Neil Paulvin is the guy to talk to. So thank you, doctor, for coming on to Life Changing Wellness. Thanks for having me. It was fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. Thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. And now, of course, you can download our show on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and others. Just look up Dr. Bond's Life Changing Wellness, and you can learn more about me at DrWardBond.com. And again, Thank you for listening to this episode of Life-Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.